Hello, and welcome back to Unveiling the Matrix. I am the Copper Color One, the one you call Brother Vincent, also now known as one of the many truth seekers here in this earth to help you find your way back home. Today's podcast, I am going to title it Propaganda. And we're going to title it Propaganda because that's all that's going on, especially these days with all the references to wars and rumors of wars, all the stuff that's been going on, the fake this, the fake that. It's, it's, I don't want to say it's getting out of hand because it's been out of hand, but it just seems now it's just more so every second of every day there's more and more propaganda that's being placed on everyone here in this earth. And uh, people just don't know uh, the left from the right, up from down. So that's where we're at. And as I told you before, you know, everything, everything that you thought you knew, everything that you believed in, with everything that you have, everything that you thought you knew has been a lie told to you and everyone else. This is where we're at. This whole world is a lie. This world is an illusion. And uh, I'm going to try to explain again what I mean by that. Because that's all you're going to keep getting is lies here in this earth. Everything. From the day you were born to the day you're going to die. That's all you're going to get is nothing but lies. So let me jump on into propaganda. And I'm going to try to break it down. And we're going to go to the uh, etymology, the online uh, dictionary for propaganda. And I'm going to do my best. So I'm going to read here. In 1718, and there's a lot of uh, quotations and stuff, so I'm just going to read because I'll be going in and out of quotations. You can read it yourself. Like I said, this is online. You can get it yourself. A committee of cardinals in charge of foreign missions of the Catholic Church, short for Congregatio de Propaganda Fide, that's F-I-D-E, hopefully I pronounced that correctly, Congregation for Propagating the Faith, a committee of cardinals established 1622 by Gregory the 15th, that's the Pope, to supervise foreign missions. The word is properly the ablative feminine gerunde of Latin propagare, which is set forward, extend, spread, increase, see propagation. Okay, hence. Any movement or organization to propagate some practice or ide- ideology. This is in 1719, uh, 1790. The modern political sense, dissemination of information intended to promote a political point of view. Dates from World War One, not originally uh, purgative and implying bias or deliberate misleading, meaning material or information propagated to advance a cause, etc., is from 1929, and then it says related uh, propaganda. Okay, so it's trying to explain uh, propaganda, and we're going to see that propaganda, for all intents and purposes, should have been one thing, but it's totally another. You can debate that if you want to, want to but hey, you know, this is what we're dealing with because Again, you're going to find out propaganda 
means nothing but lies. That's that's all it is. So let's jump to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Propaganda. Now, a congregation of the Roman Curia having jurisdiction over missionary territories and related institutions. Next, the spreading of ideals, information, or rumor for the purpose of helping or injuring an institution, a cause, or a person. Lastly, ideals, facts, or allegations spread deliberately to further one's cause or to damage an opposing cause, also a public action having such an effect. So this is pretty much what we're looking at here in dealing with propaganda. We're talking lies, lies, and more lies. That's that's really all you're talking about, the deception of uh, trying to get someone to believe in what it is that you believe in. That's what we're talking about, propaganda. So let's go to uh, Wikipedia. Let's see what Wikipedia has to say here. Propaganda is communication that is primarily primarily used to influence or persuade an audience to further an agenda, which may not be objective and may be selectively presenting facts to encourage a particular synthesis or perception, or using loaded language to produce an emotional rather than a rational response to the information that is being presented. One, propaganda can be found in a wide variety of different contexts. Two, in the 20th century, the English term propaganda was often associated with manip manipulative approach. But historically, propaganda has been a new, uh, neutral descriptive term of any material that promotes certain opinions or ideologies. One, uh, equivalent non-English terms have also largely retained the original uh, neutral connotation. Okay. A, and it's following another one. A wide range of materials and media are used for conveying propaganda messages, which change as new technologies were invented, including paintings, cartoons, posters, pamphlets, films, radio shows, TV shows, and websites. More recently, the digital age has given rise to new ways of disseminating propaganda. For example, bots and algorithms are currently being used to create computational propaganda and fake or biased news and spread it on social media. Okay, so this is where we're at. Uh, I know someone added this in. I don't know that person, but again, this is what they're talking about uh, and dealing with stuff today. You got fake bots. Uh, you got algorithms that tell you this is this. If you type something in, it takes you to that. But again, everything is fake news, or as we used to say in the old day, bias news. So went from bias to fake. You're still talking the same thing, but again, there's there's levels to these things. So that is uh, from Wikipedia. Okay, so that's what I'm doing here. I'm just giving everybody an idea of what propaganda is because. This is, this is what you're living in each and every day. There is no more truth unless uh, the ones who are out here trying to spread the truth is uh, bringing this information to you, which you're going to have to use with discernment. And the only way you're going to do that is through the Most High. I'm sorry. That's my opinion. That's what I believe in. Okay. Let's go to Chat GGP. G P.
PT. Okay. Propaganda is a form of communication aimed at influencing the attitude, beliefs, or behaviors of a group of people. It often involves the selector presentation of information to promote a particular viewpoint or agenda. Propaganda can be conveyed through various means, such as posters, films, speeches, and social media. While it can serve positive purposes like promoting public health or encouraging patriotism, it has also been used for manipulative or deceptive purposes throughout history. Okay, so this is what one of our computers or algorithms or bots is trying to tell us what propaganda is. And as I already know, all it's doing is spewing back information that was fed into it, which is, again, if you go into, and this is for all the people who are, who went AI crazy, you're only going to get the information that's been put into it. That's, that's all you're going to get. Yeah, you might get faster response, but guess what? You're going to get a lot of errors in reference to the information you get unless you already know the answer to the question. So therein lies a problem. That's a conundrum you're going to have to work out. How do you figure out how to use it? Again, what, what I'm really saying is you're going to have to use discernment. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, so let's move on to uh, let's do this. This is from the uh, American Historical uh, Society. Okay, let's take a look at that. And doo -doo -doo -doo, here we go. The story of propaganda. Okay, the fact that wars give rise to intensive propaganda campaigns has made many persons suppose that propaganda is something new and modern. The word itself come into common use in the country as late as 1914, when World War I began. The truth is, however, that propaganda is not new and modern. That's a fact. Nobody would make the mistake of assuming that it is new if, from early times, efforts to mobilize attitudes and opinions had actually been called propaganda. The battle for men's mind is as old as human history. There you go. And the ancient Asiatic civilization preceding the rise of Athens as a great center of human culture, the masses of the people lived under despotism. Uh, I'm sorry, despotism. And there were no channels or methods for them to use in formulating or making known their feelings and wishes as a, as a group. In Athens, however, the Greeks who made up the citizen class were conscious of their interests as a group and were well informed on the problems and affairs of the city-state to which they belonged. Differences on religious and political matters gave rise to propaganda and counter-propaganda. The strong-minded Athenians, though lacking such tools as the newspaper, the radio, and the movies, could use other powerful engines of propaganda to mold attitudes and opinions. The Greeks had games, the theater, the assembly, the law courts, and religious festivals, and these gave opportunity for propagandizing ideals and beliefs. The Greek playwrights made use of the drama for their political, social, and moral teachings. 
Another effective instrument for putting forward points of view was oratory, in which the Greeks uh, excelled. And though there were no printing presses, handwritten books were circulated in the Greek world in efforts to shape and control the opinions of men. From that time forward, whenever any society had common knowledge and a sense of common interest, it made use of propaganda. And as early as the 16th century, nations used methods that were somewhat like those of modern propaganda. In the days of the Spanish Armada, that's 1588, both Philip uh, II of Spain and the Queen Elizabeth of England organized propaganda in a quite modern way. On one occasion, some years after the Spanish Armada, Sir Walter Raleigh complained bitterly about the Spanish propaganda, though he didn't use that name. He was angry about a Spanish report of a sea battle near the uh, Azores between the British ship Revenge and the ships of the Spanish king. He said it was no marvel that the Spaniard, uh, that the Spaniards should seek by false and slanderous pamphlets, avisos and letters to cover their own loss and to derogate from others their own honors, especially in the fight being performed far off. And then he recalled that back at the time of the Spanish Armada, when the Spaniards purposed the invasion of England, they published in sundry language and print great victories and words which they pleaded to have obtained against this realm and spread the same in the most false sort over all parts of France, Italy, and elsewhere. The truth, of course, was that the Spanish Armada suffered a colossal disaster in 1588. The Spanish claims, though described in the language of Queen Elizabeth's time, have a curios curiously modern ring. Make a few changes in them here and there, and they sound like a 1944 bulletin from the Japanese propaganda office. The term propaganda apparently first come into the common use in Europe as a result of the missionary activities of the Catholic Church. In 1622, Pope Gregory XV created in Rome the Congregation of the Propagation of the Faith. This was a commission of cardinals charged with spreading the faith and regulating affairs in heathen lands. Note that word. A college of propaganda was set up under Pope Urban the eighth to train priests for the missions in its origins propaganda in an ancient and honorable word religious okay in its origins propaganda is an ancient and honorable word religious activities which were associated with propaganda commanded the respectful attention of mankind it was in later times that the word came to have a selfish dishonest or subversive association Throughout the Middle Ages and in the latter, later hist historic periods from uh, down to modern times, there has been propaganda. No people has been without it. The conflict between kings and parliament in England was a historic struggle in which propaganda was involved. Propaganda was one of the weapons used in the movement for American independence, and it was also used also in the French Revolution. The pens of Voltaire and uh, Rousseau inflamed opposition to Bourbon rule in France. And during the revolution, Danton and his fellow crystallized attitudes against the French king, just as Jean 
Adams and Tom Paine had roused an organized opinion in the American Revolution. Okay, World War I dramatized the power and triumphs of propaganda. And both fascism and communism in the post-war years were the centers of intense revolutionary propaganda. After capturing office, both fascists and communists sought to extend their power beyond their own national borders through the use of propaganda. In modern day, the inventive genius of man perfected a machinery of communication which, while speeding up and extending the influence of information and ideals, gave the propagandists a quick and efficient system for the spread of their appeals. This technical equipment can be used in the interest of peace and international goodwill. Hitler, Mussolini, Tojo uh, preferred to si uh, seize upon this magnificent nervous system for selfish ends and inhumane purposes and thus enlarged the role of propaganda in today's world. While the United Nations were slow at first to use the speedy and efficient devices of communication for propaganda purposes, they are now returning blow for blow. So I can go on and on and on, and I got almost to the end here. I'm just saying, hey, you can read the rest of it. It's there, American Historical Society, which, again, brings me to where I really want to get to that none of this stuff is new all this stuff has been done from day one there's nothing new about propaganda it's just in how people choose to use propaganda in today's uh world here and now and right now everybody's using it uh the way they intend to use it which is to oppress to control to uh, gain greed, which is money, propaganda. This is what they do. This is this is how these people live. They're not living in this, which again, this world here, which is illusion. This is how they control this world called Earth. This is what they do, day in and day out. Everything that you know, everything that you've been taught, everything that you believe in, with all your heart and essence, is a lie. It's all propaganda for the oppression, meaning that there's a few that's going to rule the many and we will have to bow down to them as if they are, they are, our, are our God. This is what you're dealing with each and every day that you get up, go to school, go to work, uh, do all these things to, to have a livelihood, to live, to put a roof over your house, uh, over your head, food in your mouth, uh, gas in your car, uh, all these things that we, we call survival, things that we need, you know, to, in this day and age, survive. This is what they're in control of, you know, your food. No, I couldn't leave that out. They, they, they actually just destroyed our food system here, and they're going to keep destroying it. You know, the food we're eating is not even real. It's all, it's all fake. It's, it's not even worth eating anymore. And that's again, and that's what they're trying to control now, unless you grow your own food, but they're even trying to control that, where even if you grow your own food, that is going to end up being like how they had it. No taste, uh, no, no, all it's doing at the end of the day is controlling your, 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 your DNA, you know, your RNA, 
that's all they're trying to do is change you as a person. So let me get off this tangent here of food because, again, I want to finally get to why or when propaganda originally started. And you may agree, you may disagree, but you know me. Whenever I'm talking, I'm always going to bring in the most high. I'm going to always bring in the word always come back to our history book. Everything that goes on here in this earth, I can take it to there because you have to use discernment. And that's where everything starts and ends. Again, at the end of the day, where you can learn things, you can discover things, but you're going to have to seek out the most high. If you don't seek him out, everything that you're going to learn, everything you're going to know is going to be propaganda. It's going to be a lie. They're going to keep feeding it to you. They're going to keep beating you down. Only way you're going to survive this is through uh, the Most High. So let's move on to Adam and Eve, where propaganda originally started. Okay, let's go to Genesis chapter 3, and we're going to go verse 1 through 7, and we're going to show you where propaganda comes in at. Verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle, more deceptive, than any beast of the field which the Most High had made. Okay, we know this. And he said unto the woman, Yea, have the Most High said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? He's asking a question. Actually, it's a rhetorical question because he already knows the answer to the question. He knows, yes, that's the answer. But guess what? He's asking Eve, and we're going to find out what, it, what her response is going to be. Verse 2. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Okay. Nothing wrong in that statement. Okay. Which is true. Verse 3. But, because there's always a but. But. Of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, which is in the middle of the garden, the Most High said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest ye die. So, again, the Most High had already talked to him. Look, you can have everything that's here, but the tree there, okay, which is in the midst of the garden, you cannot eat nor touch it. If you do, you will die. Okay. Verse 4, And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. Okay, so, is this a lie? Is this the beginning of propaganda? Let, let, let's find out. Because again, he lied. He know he lied because he already knew that the minute that she would eat of that tree, that she would die, and anyone else that eat of that would die. Now, the thing is, would they die that day? No, but they would die spiritually or celestially. Ye will die. There, there will be an ending. There will be the connection between the Most High and His creatures or us, His children, will be severed. You will not be that same person. And I'm going to explain to you why celestially and uh, terrestrially why this is a problem. Okay. Verse 5. For the Most High doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good 
and evil. So this is what the serpent said unto Eve. So what he's telling her that, hey, the Most High knows that as soon as you eat this, you should be as gods. That's a lowercase g, knowing good and evil. So now he's 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 getting into his his propaganda machine now, because he ain't already lied, but he's telling half truth and some truths and what he's what he's failing to mention again is that one yeah you you are going to die okay there the connection between you and the Most High is going to be severed three you're going to lose your estate. Meaning, again, where you're at and where you're going to be are going to be two different uh, states. Okay, we're talking celestially and terrestrially. Right now, our our forefathers, Adam and Eve, is celestially with the Most High. But as soon as she eats that fruit, the both of them, they will be terrestrially. They will be here in this earth. And now they would know based off of this lie that he told, and this, this is my opinion, okay, that uh, they have been deceived. They have been lied to. And guess what? We all know this because we all been there. You've had someone in your life, whether male or female, that told you something and you believed it. You believed what they said. And the minute you went to do it, that's when it hit you like a, a brick that you've been lied to. You've been lied to. And that's a feeling you can't get back because that's where the anger kicks in at. That's where the shame kicks in at. There's a lot of emotions you go through. You know, fear, uh, doubt. Uh, the list goes on. Like I said, you, eventually it, it turns into anger because, you know, you want to hurt that person. But you went through a, a gamut of emotions and finding out that you have been lied to. And that's not a good feeling. Nobody wants to be lied to. And that's that's to happen to all of us. Okay, verse 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to their eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise. Okay, she wants to be like the most high, a God. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also to her husband with her and he did eat. So the two of them, both of them ate. They wanted to be like the most high. They wanted to be wise, all wisdom, all knowing. And guess what? He sold them a bag of goods that were not good. He lied to them. He sold them propaganda. He sold them something that he could not deliver. He gave them half-truths. He gave them everything in their own thinking that they thought would be good for them. But in reality, we already know it was bad. That's when they found out that, oh, man, we're going to get to verse 7 here. So this is when they find out. Verse 7. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. So let's just take this for a second here. Up to this time, they didn't know anything about anything. All they knew was the Most High 
Every time he talked to them, there was nothing but truth. There was no lies in him, never will be. And they didn't have to worry about anything because everything that was told to them was the truth until this serpent came along and deceived them through his propaganda to show them that, guess what? They could be like the Most High and that they were going to know uh, good from evil. And he lied on so many fronts that it's, it's, it's not even funny. But this is what the great deceiver does. But this is what propaganda is about. They're going to sell you something or try to give you something that sounds good, that have you try to believe in it. But at the end, all it is is a bag of no good sales. Okay, it's not it's not a bag of goods. It's 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 lies. That's all it is. A bag of lies, and you fall for it. And just like they, them, when they finally opened their eyes, they went from being a celestial being to a terrestrial being. This is my opinion. They no longer had that strict connection with the most high where everything was taken care of of them they didn't have to worry about it everything was done for them there there, there was nothing they had to worry about all they had to be is like babies they had no issues with anything there was nothing that they had to stress over think about everything was done everything was joyful everything was joyous but he lied to them, and now they understand the truth of the matter that, guess what? Things will never, ever be the same. So when you hear people talking about uh, which things go back to being the way they were, it's never going to happen, okay? This is where we're at. And just like our forefathers, uh, a forefather and foremother, they found out that things were not going to be the same. There is never going to be the things the way they were. And this was why the Most High had to step in and say, hey, I'm going to do this for your benefit. And this is why he put the coats of skins and stuff on there. Pretty much he just, he bound us. And I know that's what it says, but that's that's what ended up happening. He ended up bounding us here to this earth. And at that point, we uh, we were going to die. And that's exactly what happened. So that great deceiver sold them a bill of goods that was no good. They were lies, and they continue to be lies. And this is what people are doing today. They're selling everyone here in this earth lies, more lies, and more lies. That Everything that's coming out of the mouth these days are lies. So this is where discernment is going to come in at the most high. This is why you're going to have to pray and ask the most high for discernment through wisdom that you will be able to gain this knowledge, wisdom, and understanding that you need to find your way back home. All this stuff are just lies and they're going to continue to be lies. They're going to even get worse than what they are now and you're not going to be able to discern what is truth and what is lie unless you find your creator, our creator. You're going to follow everyone else with those lies, those deceptions, the great deceiver, that's the path you're heading down. That's the path that you're on in order for you to get the truth where the light is going to come to us. Nothing but truth. You're going to have to have some discernment and you're going to have to ask 
the Most High for that light. Because you are the children of light. We are his. And he's trying to give us this information. But you have to seek it out. People don't want to do that. They're comfortable in their skin. They're comfortable doing what they're doing. They're comfortable going to work, paying these high taxes. Insurance is going up. Property taxes going up. Food going up. Gas going up. They're happy doing all this. They're on that treadmill. They're in that B system where they, they can't get off that treadmill. And for some reason, they love it. And this is what I was saying before. People are going to keep doing what they're doing because they love doing what they're doing. Nobody wants to do the other thing, which is admit that, guess what? You've been lied to. Nobody wants to face that music. Nobody wants to believe they've been lied to. So guess what? They will continue down that journey and to where things are going to only get worse, where the truth is going to come out and the brothers and sisters who are spreading that truth are going to keep spreading that truth to the ones who are going to believe. Everyone is not going to believe in the truth. They will have to use discernment. And uh, this is where you're going to have to ask the most high for that because you're not going to be able to discern between the truth and the lie. The truth is going to sound like a lie and the lie is going to sound like a truth. It is hard. So this is where you're going to have to have that discernment and that's the only way you're going to make it and find your way back home. So with all that being said, um, that's that's what I wanted to talk about today. Propaganda. It's been here since the beginning of time. And it will continue until this world is no longer. Okay. Well, all that being said, uh, I will see you on the next podcast. Uh, also, I definitely want to say. Because again, like I said, I, uh, I check everybody out because I have to listen to all my brothers and sisters out here uh, spreading the truth. And I just want to uh, give a shout out to uh, Go Black to Africa, uh, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, that, the last one that you did, I felt it. I, I understand what you're trying to do. You're trying to, you're trying to give light. You're, you're trying to spread that truth out. And it's hard, especially when you got family that don't even want to listen to you. So I, I get you. But guess what? Keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, you know, that's 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 why we're here. We're going to keep doing this, whether other people believe us or not. So, again, at the end of the day, it is what it is. And uh, there's others. Like I said, brothers and sisters, we're out here spreading uh, the truth. But you're going to have to use discernment. So. With all that being said, and to my brothers and sisters in the four corners of this earth, and to our Father, so be it.